Okay, welcome to The Shame of Thrones, your weekly recap and review podcast for HBO's Quentin Tarantino movie on the TV show, House of the Dragon. Um, my name is Doug. With me, as always, is Brian. And Brian, how you doing? Doing good, Doug. This is a this was a wacky episode. Uh, the good news is, at least there were no births. <laughs> the babies were born. <laughs> Thank God, but there were a lot, there were a lot of baby fights. So I don't know if that's a win or not. You know? Yes. Yeah. So uh, this was kind of a wild one. Um, there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, first, I, I think we have to get the most important development in the show out of the way. Um, of course, Larry's is a foot creep. <laughs> You you seem to you seem to take umbrage with this, and I gotta say I thoroughly um, loathe this episode so much. When that came on, I was already past the point of like uh, I was past the point of caring. I, I hated this episode. I don't know why. <laughs> Just it's so much. Well, uh, so if you, why don't you if you want to kind of paint a larger? I don't think I had that big of a beef with it. I I think I was pissed off by. The um, the the yes queen moment of the dragon and not killing everyone. We can get to that, but what what in general did you not like about this episode? Because I I definitely my on the lowest end of the spectrum for me, but I don't think I had a problem with it. I mean, I didn't hate it. I mean, obviously, I want to say this. You know, I thoroughly enjoyed this uh, this show. Um, you know, a bad episode of this show is better than most good episodes of other shows, if that makes sense. Um, so I, I can't say I really hated it. It's just it, it felt very boring to me. It felt it it felt like a lot of wheel spinning. I know they were coalescing their power and trying to like the fact that they had to like look for the king to be for like half the episode. I found yeah. that annoying. Like, why is that a thing? He's running from the responsibility, or he didn't even know his dad was dead. So it's just like he's just off being a shitty person. And they've made him a completely, not only unlikable person, but like a fucking monster. So, you know, he was a goof two episodes ago, jacking off out of windows and getting drunk at funerals. I mean, that's just a fun guy you want to hang out with. That's more like, uh, what was um, Bill Clinton's brother? Like the fun... Uh, was it Roger Clinton? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, was the, Roger well, the, the, the even worse one was um, Jimmy Carter's brother, Billy. Who had a, He turned into an alcoholic during, Billy, during uh, Jimmy Carter's... Um, administration and they called it he came up with a beer called billy beer and i'm digressing too much yes yeah fun party brother i get you yeah he was and i gotta say like you know uh, you know i've known plenty of frat guys i was never in a frat but i mean they're not all <laughs> rapists and, and child fight enthusiasts um i don't know i just thought a lot of this was over the top i didn't like um the portrayal of um alicent i thought they made her a well, Doug, I'm character. sorry to interrupt, but let's go back to the kid fighting pits, the uh-huh. the, ba- the baby bum fights. Yeah, that that was that seemed really uh, kind of out of nowhere, and I don't. I guess they were trying. I think that them showing that child with the the white hair in the cage is supposed to imply that that was Aegon's kid. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, so it's just. I, I don't I don't know that like to them to just introduce this like just absolutely wild thing out of nowhere to try to show how bad he was kind of seemed like they were inventing something out of nothing just to it, get a point across they uh, were, that they had made in the prior eight episodes. Yes, and they brought it back for the the Damon's side piece, whatever her name was. She came back and like when she met with Otto, she's like, "You need to stop the children fights." It's like what? 
why are we just learning about children fights? And now right. you you have you have something to say about these children fights? I just found out about. Um, it seems. And I didn't crazy. know who the hell that lady was. I had no idea. I did not remember who that was. What it was, and her accent was so terrible. I couldn't even. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 like she was trying to speak slowly in order to pretend that she didn't have an act or she was trying to remember the language she was speaking in, you know, but at the same time, her language was, was pretty precise and she had some kind of clever turns of phrase. So it's like, what, what are you going for here? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I went on a tirade uh, about this in episode two and you've forgotten about it. That's how that's how much I guess I made an impression, but I, fe- I felt the same way. I felt like it was a choice to like do like a bad kind of vaguely French. There are people you take advantage of with these children fights i don't know it was really bad and it was awful this time um i don't know man and uh you know so uh, spoilers for the books not really but the the guy that was protesting at the council meeting when the king died and mm-hmm. like what's his face um Kristen? Kristen. yes he makes him sit down and somehow pushes him down so hard that he his temple goes through the little like balls that they they they, they keep um yeah. i hated that because in the book there's there's a lot of dickering and stuff and Kristen cole just out of a out of like a fit of frustration has been quiet the whole time he just comes up behind the guy and slits his throat and says we're doing this so and they and they go on to call Kristen cole the kingmaker because of this so to make it, to change that act into like like an accident instead of like a deliberate action to force this group, the Green Council, which is what the name of this episode is, uh, to change it from like an avalanche, like a pushing off point saying, okay, we're doing this. Uh, I'm making the decision for everybody in this room to making an accident. I, I, I felt neutered that scene. Um, and I, I'm not a book purist, especially for this shit, because I mean – I think we talked about it. This whole like season probably goes over the course of like twenty pages in the in the source material. So, uh, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. So they're making a lot out of whole cloth, and I and I do like the character development that they've done. I just to me to me this seemed like a, a filler episode. Well, Chris, so yeah, him looking exactly the same. I mean, what are we? Fifteen years <laughs> later, twenty years later. Yeah. This is the second like uh, royalty. A royal person that he's just murdered, straight up murdered, <clears throat> and apparently it's not a problem whatsoever. I didn't have, I did, I did not perceive that as an accident. I perceived that murder as intentional, but I thought it was just. I didn't really care for it because I'm kind of tired of that guy, um, especially how he, he moralizes later on in the episode about sexual depravity or whatever. At the same time, he's just out murdering people because. In order to foment, uh, you know, revolutions, or, or depending on what your perspective is, um, but yeah, I, I, I've got. I just it seems odd to me that his um, the the contrast of his morals, and then also he's he's in the king's guard, and he's allowed to do this stuff and get away with it. I guess unless Oliver had him so far in his pocket that he was perfectly fine about it, but very odd. At the same time, though, it could be explained as. If you slit his throat, that's clearly not an accident. If you bash his head, you could say, "Oh, he had a tumble and he had lost his life." Lord, you know, something to that effect. Yeah, I guess. But like, it these people were locking up 
so they they lock up all the help to keep them mm-hmm. from spreading the news that the king is dead. Uh, so these mm-hmm. are conspirators. Everybody in that room is on the same page. Uh, and I guess to that point, they let the old Kingsguard guy, like the king's commander, like saying, right. well, there's good folks on both sides here. I'm not <laughs> – I'm going to go away. <laughs> I'm just going to bow out of this. No, that's not a thing. You can't just say – Hey, uh, you Deuces. guys might be committing treason, so I'm yeah, not going to get involved. Treason. <laughs> Hell, yeah, especially uh, that, like that one lord tried to just leave after swearing fealty. They made everybody in that room swear fealty. He didn't want to do it. He did it, and then tried to leave, and they hung him. Meanwhile, they let right. this guy, this lord commander guy, just saying, "Guys, I'm going to take a some PTO, a sabbatical." That what the fuck? That didn't make any sense either. Uh, Maybe they were trying to give him the uh, sell me what's his name treatment where they knew if they tried to stop him, he would have murdered everyone in there. But Barris and uh, Selmy actually did that. He murdered everybody on his way out of the, the Red Keep. He just left. They like tried to stop me, and no one could. Yeah. They just let him go. Didn't make sense. Yeah, I agree with you. And, and that's uh, – I think that that's the, – the real, uh, the real weak point of this episode is that it seems like a spectacle over storytelling. Which I didn't think they've yeah. really done that much so far in this series, but it really uh, it really put a stain on this one for me. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to it. Let's talk about the end and the the Yas Queen thing. Like the female empowerment thing didn't ring with me. I didn't perceive that as female empowerment. I thought of it as just this is spectacle and this is stupid and this is going to bring up more questions and it's going to answer things. Um, uh, but let's let's back up. I think they've done a poor job of associating the riders with their dragons. Like yes, Rhaenyra has a dragon. We kind of knew that. Had we ever seen her on a dragon before this? Um, I, clearly, I don't but know. You, I, I can tell you that. Right. Uh, remember when that the one guy Lainor before he got married to uh, Rhaenyra. He, you know, Damon was that, that was stupid. Like the, the, the Damon gives himself up in the step zones and all of a sudden a dragon comes out of nowhere and it's Lainor riding a dragon. We haven't seen him before that point. Like, I, I just feel like they did a terrible job of letting you know, Hey, all these people have dragons. This is what they look like. So when you see them again, when there's battle or fighting, you'll have a association. You'll know what the fuck's going on. I don't know. So here we go. This this is a good thing. I, I found online, um, where the current count is in terms of dragons. So we've got kind of Team Black and Team Green. Okay. Do you have any idea how many dragons each team has at this point? Yeah, it's like it's like seven to like three or four. Six to five. Okay. T- team Black, I, I can't, I'm not even pretending to pronounce these names. And then there's also Sea uh, Smoke, who oh. someone online uh, <laughs> described as a free agent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because that was the one uh, a lot of book readers were angry when they gave Lenor a happy ending by having him fuck off across the narrow sea with his lover. They're like, well, what is this dragon going to do? Is the dragons like are like telepathically connected. Wouldn't that dragon follow him? <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't, even know that that, I didn't even know who that dragon – yeah, I didn't know that, that he belonged to uh, – I don't even remember that guy's name at this point. Right, it's what I just said. Lenor was the guy on the dragon when Damon made his crazy suicidal run, where he pretended to yeah. give up, and that that dragon came out of nowhere. That's sea smoke. Yeah, that's wild. Right, it's just done a terrible yeah. job of saying, "Hey, this is these are the dragons. 
these are their riders. This is what they look like. And you would think they would. I know it's CGI budget every time a dragon's on scene, but uh, on the screen. But Jesus. Yeah, especially because the the dragons are the most important thing. I mean, men are not going to win the wars. Uh, these wars. I mean, it's going to be dragons because at this point, I, I guess no one has, has has developed a scorpion or uh, any sort of ballistic weapon like um, the the coolest uh, Meister ever did in in the the, late, the Game of Thrones several <laughs> years later or whatever it is. So it, it really comes down to who has the most dragons, and that's why uh, I didn't put this together, but someone else pointed online that Damon fighting that uh, dragon egg is a huge deal because if you add one more, I mean, that could be the difference between a single dragon could be the difference between your house winning and losing. You're absolutely right. And if we take all this, we spent all this time on political maneuvering and all this stuff and being smart and calculating and all this politics. But at the end of the day, in this world, in this power structure, I'm not saying it's right, but it seems that might makes right. And they illustrate that with this stupid spectacle that was just made out of whole cloth where this woman who was passed over for the Iron Throne sees somebody else passing over another woman and getting crowned and seating on the Iron Throne. And she has her nuclear weapon, the, the dragon, the, you know, the, the metaphor for weapons of mass destruction, pointed at all these people. And that's all it comes down to. All the machinations doesn't matter she's got the biggest gun in the room she held a gun to everybody's head and just said you know what no i'm better than this what that's so <laughs> that's stupid after killing I, dozens if not hundreds of peasants of peasants yes but those people i'm i'm kind of related to even though they've stated several times that they're going to in order to whatever cement their power they're gonna have to eliminate the opposition which is your other family members i don't know it seemed like this was made up from whole cloth. Obviously, this was not in the books. But it just, like I said, this ending, just it was a, a shit cherry on a shit sandwich. And it was, uh, it was <laughs> well, awful. So did you did you watch the interviews after the end no, of the episode? No, I never do. I never do. You okay, so the, the explanation was she, that she's a mother too. And so that's why she didn't burn them all. Which is just like that. I, I immediately thought of like five other ending or reasons behind it. I mean, the best one is that Rhaenyra needs to fight her own fights. Um, you know, it, 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 Rhaenyra presumably and Damon have messed up this family by having this weird incestuous relationship. Rhaenyra, at least at one time, was opposed to Rhaenys. <laughs> I can't yeah. can never keep these fucking names straight. Um, but that 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 makes that makes sense to me. Why make this lady do the dirty work? Or kinslang, some people were, were saying that was the reason. Again, the showrunner said it was because they didn't want a mother, whatever. Uh, but kinslang, you know, even that I don't think makes a lot of sense because uh, these people kill kin all the time. Even if it's through proxy through their armies or whatever, I, I don't buy that as an explanation. So really the only explanation is just we wanted to have a cool yeah. – we wanted to have a cool moment of power right. and then also be able to have – the show continue. You're absolutely and that's right. The only, that's the only explanation, and it's shit. It's yes. terrible writing. And, it, and it's transparently so. You started at the ending. You started at the point, wouldn't it be cool? Like somebody in the writer's room said, wouldn't it be cool if Rhaenyra got her dragon and escaped in a blaze of glory, but just eyed them down? Like, they started there. They didn't, like, there's no, like, conflict that led up to this moment. 
there's no development that led up to like Rhaenyra. You know, obviously it was a callback, like I said, to her losing the crown to a, a man, uh, which was the series. And so there's that kind of tension built up, but it was just. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, just, it could have been done. She could have just busted out the back of the thing. Or, right. Yes. And she should have just got made, the fuck away. Right. Right. Well, no, she needed the dragon. I mean, I, no, I do I, buy no. that she needed the dragon. But right. yeah, you didn't have to have that moment. In that whole, um, the, the moment itself, I did find that the crowning of, um, God damn it, I can't remember these people's names. That's, the, that's Aegon the second. Aegon, or... that's right. I did find the crown of Aegon was interesting in that um, while the entire crowd is cheering him on, his family looks like completely disinterested at all. Yeah, uh, you know, and he's kind of transitioning, or you saw him kind of like light up for the because for the first time he seems to have had someone who gives a shit about him. You yeah, know, instead of uh, his his crappy family. You know Which what I reminds that me of? That reminds what? me of the Mister Show episode where that one guy becomes the Dalai Lama and he takes him over his yeah. house, and he's just like, "Well, I can get used to this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's funny <laughs> that has a tie-in because. Um, yeah, going back to Larry's, and of course, you know his uh, his feet thing. Um, yeah, I, I didn't put it together, but I read online. Somebody pointed out, of course, you know he's got the club foot. He wants the perfect toes yeah. to look at. That seems but, insulting. Uh, on yeah. The of it. Well, someone, someone out of nowhere. Everyone knows about uh, about uh, Quentin Tarantino and his his thing, but apparently Bob Odenkirk for like a day followed. Uh, at perfect feet and sexy shoes on Instagram, <laughs> and he only follows twenty eight other people. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and then uh, once people started making fun of him, he he deleted that follow. But um, and then someone else pointed out that perhaps the best, um, at least recently, celebrity uh, weird horny follow was or or post was Breaking Bad. Dean Norris just posting out of nowhere the words sex gifts and that's it <laughs> yeah i was about to say that what happened to bob odenkirk sounds like an old man using the internet mistake and i'm sure that's what happened to dean norris he's just like okay uh wife's gone or i'm in the bathroom or whatever let's go ahead like sexy gifts no just sex gifts no why <laughs> okay <laughs> you know what i mean it's critical i think okay yeah you're right uh, another but, thing um, I- Okay. So, in defend, I'm sorry to finish up that the thought about the Larry's thing. I, I do think it's also hilarious how um, Allison has just seemingly abandoned all morality. Yeah, I mean, she would she would raise hell if this was Rhaenyra or someone else doing that. And uh, you know, I would really like to see Kristen or Kristen find out about it because <laughs> with this uh, sexual morality, um, and I wonder if that's going to all tie in. Let me find uh, out. Let me let me find out. Yeah. <laughs> find out you're looking at the queen's feet. Yeah, and I, it, so th- it also added another level of when she complained that it was very late when he was showing up there. It's because she thought she might have to get out the toesies for it. Like, <laughs> so this little piece went to the market, but he jacked it. And it's it's obvious that this has happened before. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I just wonder how far back it goes. I mean that this this the, this dynamic. It, it's gross, but it's also hilarious. The, just the dynamic of the thing. But it's just not believable. Like, I mean, I understand he, that might be what he wants, but uh, 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 I don't know. You would think this far into the game, he'd be, at least be able to, like, I don't know, slide it between the big and the, 
for the piggy that stays at home and the, the one that goes <laughs> to the market. <laughs> well, it, like, it's yeah, been twelve years. Also, it's been it's a big callback to. I'm sure that the, you'll find out how to reward me sometime in the future. <laughs> Who could have predicted? <laughs> just wanted to see those sweet, sweet souls. Oh, uh, I guess I don't know. Yeah, like I said, that like at the at that point, I'd already been so angry that it, it just didn't register it for me. One thing, another thing about this um, is the transparent nature. Damon or no Amond, the Damon anagram or whatever, the little mm-hmm. the younger version of him. He was he was great last episode, and he didn't talk really at all until that last toast, and he just had a presence. And then this episode, he said explicitly, "I should be on the Iron Throne." And when he then he said that shit, or he he, he like stopped himself. But I'm like, you don't have to say everything out loud. You don't, you can, you know, it's like, uh, show don't say or whatever. Was it show don't tell? I think you got arrested for that a few years ago, didn't you? Yeah, I sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Sure did. But, um, but yeah, I just, uh, like his motivations don't need to be so clear and spelled out. Like we, we could have learned that he has ambitions for the Iron Throne, similar to like Damon. Damon's never said he wants the Iron Throne. You get that like kind of like that that uh, feeling that he wants power and respect. Yeah, that's so much more interesting. And I did, I really did not understand what what was ha- when they finally caught um, <laughs> Aegon. Like what what even was that interaction supposed to? To put to to convey. I mean, it's either too obtuse or too obvious. I, I it, it, was, it seems like this. Yeah, this episode was that way. One of the two extremes. Well, I don't. Well, another thing going back to that, like it seemed like the way they laid it out is like, no, I'm taking Aegon to his mother. No, I'm taking Aegon to the hand of the king, which is his grandfather. Why? Like, what's going to happen? If one person gets the other, I know. I think Allison at one point implored Aegon to like, "Hey, people are going to tell you to kill Rhaenyra, but don't do that." Um, but that can't be the reason. Like, why did one faction need to find him over the other, and why did it need to come to swords? I think it is that simple. I, I really do, but and I didn't understand who the two dudes that were tracking him on behalf of Hightower were. I, I didn't recognize those guys. Did you? Uh, they they introduced one of them last week, um, but but they'll okay. be important. They'll be important next season. Basically, they're twins. They're twin uh, kings of guards. That's it. That's all you need to know. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I thought like, when Amond had. God damn! I can't keep these names straight. I, I keep saying that. <laughs> Edit this out. When Amon <laughs> finally had Aegon. It was like had him like pinned. I, I mean, they kind of. I mean, I don't know about you, but I thought that there was going to be some violence there. It was going to be some kind of trickery. I mean, just nothing other than he's going to menace him and then take him back. I, I, I don't know. I thought that whole there was a real disconnect there as to what was supposed to happen. Or what I, the I agree. Of it maybe was. I think maybe he's torn by. And this is just me guessing because it wasn't clear. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Let's start there. But I think it was showing that you know, I hate you. I should be in your position, but then you're my brother, so I guess I have to support you. So I won't beat mm. you up. I don't know. That's my guess. Gotcha. Hmm. 
Well, Ian, I'm a, I'm a little bit disappointed uh, there haven't been more large-scale fights at this point. I would have thought Episode Nine we would have gotten into some real dragon-fighting shit, especially because um, Episode Nine, at least in Game of Thrones, traditionally had been kind of a watershed episode, yeah. at least of involved large-scale, usually eight or nine, or involved large-scale battles, and we haven't really had that yet. Um, so uh, that, that was a little bit disappointing to me, but... <clears throat> Yeah, this all seems to be – this episode seems to be telling you what this faction, the Green Council, if I had to guess, I would guess next week they're going to do the Black Council. So Team Rhaenyra and Damon and all those people that are – that left, they're going to show them hearing about the king's death and then the throne getting usurped by Aegon and what their moves mm-hmm. are going to be. And if I had to guess, I, I kind of – I think I – so there's some things – in the in the story from the search material, there's a couple of big moments that are around this time, and I kind of feel I know which one they're going to use for next episode to end the season. And it's just another like it's another okay. Well, don't spoil. Good. Don't spoil. I'm not. I'm just saying that like there's it's similar, but that's why I go back to like shit's going to hit the fan now. Now that this happened, shit's going to hit the fan. Okay, but that's what I thought about with this Beesberry guy that they. Kristen Cole kind of murdered, kind of just told to sit down, and he. <laughs> I mean, that was some John Wick stuff with like fighting with a pencil, like he almost did the, the you know. <laughs> you want to know how I got these scars? And then put a pencil down and like just smack the like is like the Beesberry execution should have been one of those moments where, oh shit, they're willing to spill blood for this. Shit's gonna get real, and I feel like that moment didn't land because they changed it enough, but. Uh, regardless, I think this is all setting up for season two, and then yes, we will get some large scale, full on, dragon on dragon action, hot D on hot D. I think they call that uh, drottage. No, frottage. Anyway, docking. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know that I knew that the like the real shit wouldn't hit the fan until next season. Um, maybe it's what well, I wasn't paying enough attention to previews. I don't think they but said I, it. I really thought, yeah, I, I thought, I thought the implication was there would be like tectonic shifts in like the leadership. But I guess it makes sense if they're going to drag this thing over four seasons. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll I heard that. Start fighting until next season. That's you know? outrageous. There's no way this should go on four seasons. It should really be two. Like three would be pushing it. Like this is like turning the Hobbit into three movies. There's no way that's a good idea. Yeah, that was a mess. <clears throat> One other thing I wanted to point out, too, um, that I saw online is uh, Joffrey apparently uh, spilled the beans or <laughs> released all the spoilers in uh, one of the original Game of Thrones episodes when he was giving a tour of the dragon room and pointed out this is where X did this to Y. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to say what it was, but if you don't want to read the books like a giant fucking nerd – you could go back and watch that episode like a giant fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I saw that like meme and I'm like, I totally forgot that because all these people name is like Amund fought Aegon and Rhaenys was on Rhaenyra and Raxes was on Caraxes. And like it's it's like a fucking Dr. <laughs> Seuss book. So I forgot all that stuff. Like, you know, when when Joffrey said all that, I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I do think that's interesting because I, one of the things I think they could really do to re, to reward viewers um, 
well, I guess if that, you know what? Never mind. They couldn't go back and change Game of Thrones in order to reward nope. viewers of that to, of what happened here. Um, instead, they will just continue to punish viewers with uh, the shitty last season. Uh, we should never speak of that again, though, because we've done enough whinging about it for sure. For sure, and at least we didn't get a lot of prophecy talk. I think uh, you know we didn't get much of that. I don't think we got any. Well, um, yes, well we, we did because. This whole thing is based on that dumb prophecy <laughs> miscommunication. So, um, but you're right. Yeah, we didn't hear it. Yeah, so I'm I'm still excited for the show. I'm uh, like I said, I think this is just a bad up. I, there was another episode I really didn't like. Oh yeah, the the dinner scene where Kristen murdered somebody else. Um, yep. So maybe that's maybe that's the through line. But um, I'm st- I still like the show. I'm still looking forward to next uh, next episode. It just sucks we're gonna have to wait another I guess year for uh, what happens next and what's you know. What we all really want to see: CGI dragons fighting CGI dragons. Um, and I want more interviews and, of the actors saying they've never watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> sure, and <clears throat> foot, and foot sex. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> all, all right, guys. Yeah, get your uh, you know open toed shoes. <laughs> get ready first. All right, folks. uh, (laughs) What is it? There's like a celebrity wiki feet webpage, I think. Uh, Well, if Google it, make sure you're typing into a um, like a like a Google uh, field and not a (laughs) follow field on Twitter. And I'm definitely not a moderator there. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. All right, guys. Smell you later. (laughs) Thanks. Peace.